At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts. My sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Hey, and I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports watcher, your sports fan, but I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. And we have a guest. We have a special guest. Today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. You are? I'm Morgan number two, and I watch sports. That's about all I got. (laughs) And she's a female. And she likes Taco Bell. Yeah. Yes. You you love Taco Bell and you're a vegetarian, Mm -hmm. so you eat the bean and cheese burrito all day, every day. And she's single. And and you know what they say, the more beans you eat, the more you toot. So The more you toot. (laughs) Because they're the magical fruit. Fruit. Yeah, Yeah. so... She likes those bean and cheese burritos. So I mean, you know that's like an elementary thing. Buyer beware. Thing. That's like straight that's out true of like story. fifth grade. That's true story. Do you know that from experience? Yeah, I eat a lot of black beans and I, I got some gas. All right. Dude, I get gas with everything I eat. Well, that's because you got a messed up stomach. <laughs> Thank you. But thanks, yeah. Hey, thanks, Doc. But yeah, that's what we do. And we start the show with a game we call Would You Rather? Would you rather be a character in an action-packed thriller or a romantic comedy okay be a what character would you rather be a character in an action-packed thriller just a character or a romantic comedy you may be the star i don't i mean it's just you, you could be either one but i'm just saying which one would you rather be in? let's go with a star would you rather be a star of that movie uh I'll, yeah well that's what i kind of yeah, assumed yeah. the question not I know, like a extra not I mean, an extra <laughs> I mean, why would you take a would you rather and make it into an, oh, would you be rather be an extra? I mean, well, yes, you, assume you you're said a character. Okay, so so I would go action-packed thriller. Like, I want to do stunts. I want to, like, be part of the movie with, like, explosions and, like, be part of a real movie. Rom-coms, they look like they're probably not that much fun to make. There's love scenes, which that's a plus. And I know, see, I know that's where you're going, Lunchbox. But I, I would take being stuntman and like excitement and blow stuff up, like a Mission Impossible. That's what I'm going for. Morgan number two. All right, mine's totally the action film because yeah. I could look so ba. Whether I'm fighting somebody, whether I'm like wearing all leather, like Catwoman or something, like I could be so cool and i feel like to most people either to women i could be inspiring or to guys i'd be like the hot action girl you know you could be tomb raider angelina jolie or salt have you ever seen salt yes awesome angelina jolie once again she a bad chick you like her mr and mrs smith angelina jolie bad chick now action-packed sounds fun and awesome but you're not really the one doing the stunts they have stunt that's not true tom cruise chooses to do all his stunts one person. Now, most of, I would be that dude. Most of them have stunt doubles, so you look like a badass, but you're really not the one doing the badass <laughs> stuff. So, I mean, you're just that guy. Go ahead. And if you're in a rom-com, ahead. 
you have a lot more opportunity to make out with the hot chick opposite in the rom-com or you're caught up in a love triangle, something like that. You're going to have more make-out potential in the rom-com. In the action thriller, it's more like your girlfriend got stolen and you got to go win her back, so there's not time for the make-out except for the final scene when you rescue her and you plant that smooch on her. Give me the rom-com. I feel like you would purposely mess up a make-out scene just so you can make out again. Well, yes, why wouldn't you? I think You don't think actors do that or actresses do that all the time? No, I think it's professional. No. I think I think it's not as sexy as you think it is. What are you Ooh, talking that, about? Hey, she's speaking from experience. Go ahead, Morgan. Explain to me what you mean. When you're doing that, you have to do it repeatedly that it becomes more of a job rather than a like, oh, this is hot. I'm attracted exactly. to that person. It's, it's work. Like, oh, now I have to make out with somebody, and possibly somebody you may not even like, and they could be a terrible person, and you're standing there making out with them. I've like, made out with terrible people before. I don't care. No. If, if I'm making out with Jennifer Aniston, I don't care That's if you. That's she's you. a terrible but person. Right now, if I were the director, and you get, all right, Morgan number two, you got to kiss Lunchbox. Should hey, it be? Like, no, the, no, the, no, no, no. Lunchbox, you're in 100%. You'd probably screw it up just to keep kissing her. Morgan number two doesn't want to kiss you. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. It's our job. No, 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 no. You, you didn't let me finish. Then after that first kiss, she's gonna be like, "This dude can work his tongue, and I want him to kiss no, me again." That doesn't Guys, exist. I don't even think they do tongues in movies. It may look like that, but from what I've read online and seen from like behind the scenes clips, tongue is never involved, and those sex scenes are not real. They don't put anything in anything. They don't smoke cigarettes. If you see when they smoke, they don't even inhale. They don't even take a. A smoke in, like everything's fake. Fine, I don't want to smoke a cigarette. I'm telling you, they don't really do tongue. Is what I'm trying. To, we're trying to tell you. And a sex scene. And if you oh my gosh, that, you may get fired. Can no, we stop, stop? Can we please talk about a sex scene though? Like lunchbox. No, no you no, wouldn't I, be no, able to handle a sex scene. Let, let me tell They'd you. They have to be like cut cleaning crew. Oh my goodness, cut let again. Let me tell you. Cut, you can't cut. tell me they don't do tongue. You see the tongue go in the mouth. Depends what movie you're watching. Yeah, most though they're not. All right. That's how we play. Would you rather? The landscape of college football has changed. Oh my gosh, what a difference 24 hours makes. I've been telling you for the past week since the Bulls were over, hey, Texas fans, this is your year. You're favored to win the Big 12. Oklahoma doesn't have a quarterback. You should be the favorite. If you don't win it this year, I don't know when you're going to win it. Well, Pump the brakes. Jalen Hurts is headed from Tuscaloosa, Alabama to Norman, Oklahoma Mm -hmm. to be the quarterback of the Oklahoma Sooners. Mm -hmm. I am so interested to see what Lincoln Riley, the offensive genius, the offensive guru, can do with Jalen Hurts. Listen, down at Alabama, he was like 26-2 and as a starting quarterback, which is amazing. But yes, I understand. Playing for the best team in the country it can make any quarterback look good because they got a better defense. But is he going to be able to go to Oklahoma and in the Big 12, is he going to be able to produce in these games that are shootouts, that a lot of points are put on the board? Can Jalen Hurts do that? Does, does he have enough accuracy? Can he throw the ball well enough to do that? It is such an interesting move, but it's such a smart move for Jalen Hurts. He didn't go and waste his year his one year left at Maryland, who's not going to play for anything. Miami, who's rebuilding just because he had loyalty to those coaches. No, he went to where? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Where, what do they have? A- Back-to-back Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. And guess what? Both those quarterbacks did. They transferred from other schools. Baker Mayfield from Texas Tech to Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma. Kyler Murray transfers from A&M to where? Oklahoma. And what's he do? He's Heisman, tra- Heisman, Heisman Trophy, Trophy winner. winner. So now Jalen Hurts says, you know what? This Lincoln Riley guy seems to know what he's doing with quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts has what, one more year left? One more year. He's got one year, and then after that, they got a five-star recruit ready to take over. Right. So good. I mean, this is an interesting move. Switches up the whole landscape of college football. And how beautiful would it be? And it was it was almost an automatic switch for me because one maroon team to another maroon team, it's almost like I pictured him in Oklahoma jersey already. It's the same kind of jersey. It's it's, it's, it's a got, little different red. It's, it's got it's a darker red, I guess. It's got an OU on it other than the, the his number. But to me, it's almost like, dude, it's a just an even like it's just another team on the other side of the country. That's it. 
Other side of the country. I mean, I'm about a five-hour drive, I bet. I don't know how far Alabama. I feel like they touch. Don't they, they might, they might Alabama touch. Alabama and Oklahoma, no, I feel like no, they would no, touch. No, 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 I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, I'm not very good at geography, but I, I feel like they're right there kind of close to each other. It's weird. It's just almost like uh, this is supposed to happen this way. It almost feels so natural. It's so interesting. It's an interesting decision by him. I think it's smart. Because, yeah, I agree. And this is what I look at. If they can win the Big 12, the college football player, they have to have Oklahoma play Alabama in the playoff. That well, yeah, it's got to be Tua versus Hurts. Like, yeah, it has, it has to has be. To Imagine be. the marketing behind that game. Like, how cool would that be? Just like the set, the guy that got bumped down to sit down as he watched Tua win a world, whatever, a national championship, and now he gets his chance to prove to the world that he's better than Tua. Yes, and if you want to read a great article on the Players Tribune. Jalen Hurts wrote a letter to his Alabama family and the fans and thanking them and telling him what he learned. And this dude gets it. Like he is a, he's a leader and he's going to go far in life because I feel like he has a good head on his shoulders. He understands things. And I just think he, he, he really, under, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like you yeah. can tell that like, can you post a link to that story? I will I on read our Twitter, that. sore loser show on Twitter. I'll post a link and you're going to walk away and you're going to be cheering for Jalen Hurts. I, I already do. I already do because he stayed so disciplined and he came in and he, he didn't, you know, mope and cry and go yes. on Twitter and complain. He handled it like a, ch- a pro, a, a professional, champ. even though he's a college student, 20, 19, 20 years old, hormones, Anger issues, I would imagine, would be. I mean, most people would be like so mad and feel like and they were. And he slided. might have been like that at home, or he might have he might have sulked in his, in his bedroom or to sure. his parents. But, but in, in public, the public, he didn't do any of that. And with his teammates, he didn't do any of that. Correct. He didn't skip practice. He didn't do any of that. Correct. That we know of. He was a he team player, and he worked hard. He helped Tua get ready for the game. And when his number was called, because he didn't think his number was going to be called again, yep. he came in in the SEC championship and he won it. Won the game. So Jalen Hurts. Good luck at Oklahoma and Texas fans. I Watch think, out! I think Texas fans got nervous yesterday. I think they got nervous when the announcement came out that Jalen Hurts was going to Oklahoma because they were feeling really, really good about this. They're still going to like their football da- team down in, in Austin because they're coming up. They're going to be good. Are, but they, it, is I, there something else in West Virginia as well? Like, well, yes, we're going to get to that. Okay. So congratulations, Oklahoma. Texas is nervous, but Texas still has a good football team coming back next they year. They do. I'm excited to so see So it them. is going to be a good year. Oklahoma, Texas. Now, I put them a little even. I had Texas as the favorite to win the Big 12. Yeah, you didn't know what they were going to do for quarterback. Oh, boy. Speaking of quarterback from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Lincoln Riley, you ought to be ashamed of yourself what you did to Austin Kendall. Now they say they're going to let him go to West Virginia and be eligible immediately. That is good news that they finally decided to do that. But before... They were blocking him from being eligible immediately. They were going to make him sit out a year when he went to West Virginia so he would only have one year of eligibility left. Dirty. Why would you do that, Oklahoma? Because there's rules in place where they can't transfer within the Big 12. Stop it. If you are all about the student-athlete, which we're supposed to be, that's what we say, it's all about the student-athlete, you should have no problem with him leaving your program and going to West Virginia and playing immediately, immediately as a grad transfer, right? Because he's getting his he's he's getting his degree. They're not. Let, it's not about student athletes. It's not. That's the problem. You say it is, and you you said he's not good enough to be your quarterback. You were going out there trying to talking get, to me, or are you talking, I'm talking to Oklahoma? Oklahoma okay. But I'm looking at you. I'm looking yeah, at Morgan you keep saying you. I'm like, I didn't say crap, dude. What but are you I said about? Oklahoma football. You okay. should be absolutely disappointed right. in yourself. You should be disappointed in your coach as much as I think he's a good guy. I, I like him as a football coach. But Austin Kendall has waited his time behind Baker Mayfield. He was ready to play behind Kyler Murray. He thought he was the next Oklahoma quarterback. And then you go out and you try to get Jalen Hurts to come, and he's going to transfer to West Virginia. And you try to block him? Why? What's wrong with him going to West Virginia? If he's not good enough to be your quarterback, you shouldn't think he can go to West Virginia and beat you. If you want, if he was good enough to be patient and be a good teammate, wait his turn, and you were going to never give him his turn, and he wants to leave, let him leave and let him go play at West Virginia for two years. Why try to block him and take a year away from him? If Reginald Trotter wants to 
transfer medical schools. Does he have to sit out a year because he's at Duke Medical School and he wants to go to UCLA Medical School? Reginald no. Twatter? Trotter. Who's that? I'm just making up a name oh. saying... <laughs> If you're a med student, you don't have to sit out a year. If you're a normal student, you don't have to sit out a year. Austin Kendall did nothing wrong. He was patient. He did everything the coaches asked, and he thought it was his turn. When you tell him it's not going to be his turn and he decides to go to another school, and then for you, I mean, eventually they let him out and they're going to let him play. Immediately. To block him and say, oh, we're not going to allow that, you should be ashamed of yourself. But were they just incorporating the rule that was already there? Or did they specifically... But they, they didn't have to in, 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 uh, enact that rule. They could have just said, you know what? You're good. Go ahead just and play. Just go. Yes. But, and that's what they're doing now. But for whatever few days... Did they days, change their mind because of backlash or what happened? I want to say it's because of backlash. What they're going to say, this is what they'll say. They'll come out and say, we wanted to make sure Jalen Hurts was going to come to OU and then we were going to do it all along. I think the backlash they got from the media and the press and everybody, the public opinion, I think they felt that a little bit. I think they felt that. And they said, you know, we gotta we gotta do it. We we gotta make ourselves look good. PR move. Hey, Austin Kendall, you're a good kid. You can go play at West Virginia, no sit out penalty. And I'm so happy for him. Is he good? Yeah, he's good. He's I mean, like he, a four star recruit, I think, something like that. I mean he's Good enough to get a scholarship. Because West, uh, Western Virginia had a pretty good team this year. Yes, I mean, but they're they're starting over. They got oh, a new coach. Okay. Danny Holgerson, the left. guy with the crazy hair, left. Yeah, he went to the University of Houston. Oh wow, a- Applewhite out. That Applewhite dude's fired. In. He's in. Applewhite going to play coach anywhere else? I have no idea what Applewhite's going to do. Okay. So yes, I'm just I, I I was very disappointed to see OU blocking this kid from playing. Like you've already he's already sat on the bench for a couple years at your school and did so much, and. Then to do this, it's, it's kind of it looks bad. I it does think. look bad. Looks bad. Yeah, and, and good call. I think you're absolutely right on all of it. Like all of it. I, I think that yes, a bunch of crap to do that to him. He did nothing but wait his turn, and when it was his turn, you knew they they knew they probably knew they wanted Jalen for how long? Oh, they probably knew as soon as Tua took the job. As soon as they thought, okay, you know what, Tua took the job. And that there was rumblings that Jalen Hurts was going to transfer. Boom. They probably were like, "Oh my gosh, we got to get that guy." All eyes on him. We all eyes him. on him. Damn, that's dirty. And I, I and I understand that it happens at other programs, sure. and people are going to tweet us, "Don't rip on OU." Yes, it I don't should. have a problem with OU. I don't have way. a problem with OU. I just have OU. This is the example. This is the case that we're talking about right now. Right. I just I hate any school that does that. I know Nick Saban's done it at Alabama in the SEC. They used to have that rule, but they took that rule out. It's probably just college football coach. I right. Mean, but if it's all about the student athletes, like we try to preach, we try to preach about student athletes. If they want to change, like coaches can get up and leave at any time they want, and they, there's no penalty. But the kid, the kid wants to leave, and you got to cost him a year. Why? Why does he have to lose a year out of his four years that he he only gets to do college one time? A college coach can jump from team to team, make promises. Hey, I'm going to be here, and then you show up and he leaves, and you're still stuck there. College athletics has it backwards, and OU looked bad in this position. Morgan, number two, what do you think about all this stuff? No, I totally agree with Lunch. Like, I think that you can't be so about these athletes, and then when they're trying to better themselves and do something good for themselves, you block them. I think that's unfair to do to somebody who's not only – like, they haven't even been a bad player. That guy was a great player for them, and he didn't even get to play, like – why are you going to stop him from doing that? I, I couldn't agree more with Lunch on this. I feel like the rule exists, though, for something else. I feel like it exists for the maybe to stop any kind of inside trading or any kind of uh, illegal trade or stuff like that. I think that's why it's in place, though, isn't it? Again, I don't think that it should penalize the student. Right. But here's the problem. Then if you're going to do that, then the scholarship should be, I, I believe, they should be guaranteed for four years. Because if I'm not mistaken... Oh, they lose their scholarship for the next school? Well, no, no, no. Scholarships are only one th- one year. And then they have to re-up your scholarship oh. every single year, I if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So they can just cast you aside at the end of the year, and no big deal. But if you decide you want to leave, nope, we You're can gone. hold you prisoner, but you have no say. They can cut you at any time. I think that looks bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that OU decided to change their mind and Austin Kendall is going to West Virginia. Good for him. He's a mountaineer. Enjoy West Virginia. It's a little bit colder than Oklahoma. 
I don't know if the girls are as hot up in West Virginia, <laughs> but you enjoy yourself, Austin Kendall. Get out on that football field, and I hope you have a great season. I hope you have a great two years. You waited your turn. OU didn't you know, think you were good enough to be their quarterback. So if you don't think they're good, he's good enough to be your quarterback, why do you have a problem with him playing? There Let him play of, immediately. Are there, are there a bunch of hotties in OU? I assume. Yeah, I figure any college campus got hotties. I yeah. bet West Virginia's got they probably hotties. Probably have hotties. I mean, I heard West Virginia is a beautiful state. I don't know much about it. I've driven, I've driven through it. You driven through it on the way through of coming back from D.C. Tennessee. It's pretty. It's nice. Oh, it's very nice. Okay, did you stop and do anything? No, just no. drove right through it. Morgan, number two. You ever been to West Virginia? No, I've been to Virginia Beach and through Virginia, but not. West Virginia. Uh, Virginia and West Virginia, I think, are two separate states. <laughs> yeah. Like, I it's, that, it's, that not, I, it's not just mm-hmm. the western portion of yeah. Uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of grouped you go to them college? together. Well, I went to K-State. Oh, okay, cool. That explains it. We Well, we did play West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, because they're in the Big 12. Big 12. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I've never been. No, I haven't. Like, if you... If you, if you let's, let's just put you in a mom situation. What? Let's say you're a mom. How would you feel like if if that coach was holding your son back from transferring? As a parent, would you call him? Yeah, would, I'd be raising some. <laughs> would you call the coach? I mean, it's it's funny because you talk like this about the, these student athletes, like, but I don't see them as students really. Right. Like, I really see them as professional ball players. Like, they play at an elite level. I don't even picture their moms or their parents being a part of their this picture of like. Coach, this is Austin's dad. Like, I want to talk to you. You know what I mean? But that is a thing because the parents, some are still paying for certain things, you know, like that's still their kid in college. Uh, so, yeah, that's a good question. Right. Because really, you do, th- I think as a parent, you do call the coach. You may it, not get a hold of them. Yeah, but- for sure you get a hold of them. <laughs> you, well, it may be a little difficult to get a hold of a football, a college football I don't, coach. I don't think so. But it's yeah. like the same dude that you invited into your living room to, to have that talk of how we want your son to come play for us. Like, all right, coach, I, I left my son in your hands. We're talking right now. Tell him to call me back right now. Yes, because you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds, so they're still they're kids. kids. They are still kids. I forget but about that. But by definition, they're adults at the same time. Right, because so. they can go off to war. They can they can yeah. sign you know, they can vote. They can so they're they're, they're kind they of adults. adults. But just think of a normal college kid. Hey mom, I'm having trouble with this. What My should I My professor is doing this to me. I don't right. think it's fair. Professor is not letting me come to his office hours. He's never there when I go. Like Boom. Well, I think that's different. I would never ever let my parents call one of my professors in college. I would have to, like, I'd be like, I feel like that would be a cop out for me. Yes, I'm going to, I agree with you. One, I agree but with you. One, I, my parents would never do that. My yes. parents wouldn't do that in high school. <laughs> they wouldn't go to the coach in high school and be like, hey, why is my son not playing? Like, that. that's, that's embarrassing for the kid, first of all. And I feel like you got to let the kid figure it out. Yeah. Like, you have to, the, the kid is obviously, there's some reason. But I, I think in this specific situation, yeah, his parents should be reaching out. I mean, at that point, there's more on the line than just him playing football. It's his career, man. His career, his life, his education. I mean, everything. So that's a lot more that you need to get involved yeah. with if he's not allowed to do anything, you know? Yeah. it's it's. I, I, I'm glad OU switched their stance, but I was fired up last night, ready to go off on OU and about how... And then they switched their stance and they're going to let him go. But I still had to say I was mad in the first place because I was already fired up. So now you had a good reason to be mad. I get it. I, I was I, I was mad for Austin. Right. Kendall. never met the guy. Don't know him. <laughs> if he walked in I'm here, I'm sure he's a good fellow. I wouldn't know him from Adam. But I'm happy he's going there. Yeah, good. Okay, guys, I got to talk about this. Is the story that I was telling you? Like you're going to be like, what the crap? Okay, a 33 year old man has been having lower back pain for about a year and a half. And he didn't want to go see a doctor, so he was self-medicating himself. Oh, boy. By doing what? He was taking his own semen and is injecting it in his arm. Injecting his own semen in his arm. Into his arm, thinking that would help with his lower back pain. Now, where did he read that? (laughs) WebMD? Like, where did he get the idea of... I don't I have a lot of questions about this. He showed up at the hospital and his arm was infected and swollen and He's probably having babies in his arm. He had to seek treatment on his arm and he had to explain to doctors that he had been inserting his own semen for a year and a half because of back pain. Did it work? No. Morgan number two, what do you think? 
No, it didn't work. I'm just asking. Either <laughs> like I who? need to know that before I start making assumptions. Morgan number two, Google uh, semen uh, injection. I don't need that in my history. Just Google <laughs> Google semen injection back pain. Uh, maybe there's an article on like he, somebody maybe he, in India that did no, that. No, he had de- he had devised this cure independent of any medical advice. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. He had injected one monthly Nothing? dose of semen for 18 consecutive Wait, I'm months. I'm sorry, say that again? A monthly dose? Yeah, for 18 months. How much semen is that? That's once a month for 18 months. Dang! <laughs> he bought the needles online, according to the doctor. But 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 see, I'm curious to if he got an infection through the dirty needle. No, no, he bought clean needles. They're brand new needles. Or, or did he get the infection because he had semen in his arm? Well, I'm going to say because he was putting semen in his arm. But it's just a body fluid. Like, what's the I difference between the body but, fluid being but, in your... But some semen are dirty. Some semen <laughs> no, are clean. not semen. I mean, that's... <laughs> I'm trying to... In, like, technical terms, isn't it like another bacteria? So you're putting it in a different place. It's semen not is not being. a bacteria. All body fluids are include bacteria. Oh. Mine's Maybe clean. I don't know. She went to Kansas State. She didn't, she didn't realize West Virginia was a separate state from Virginia, but I'm going to believe her on this one. Like how? At least I think. Don't no. Don't call me on that. But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But I mean, how ridiculous! Like, what makes you think I'm going to self-medicate myself? What can I use? Urine. No. I have blood. I have blood. No. no. I mean, he had to read Spit. that in some like Spit, ancient no. you know magic what? book to be oh. like, "This is what I'm going to do." Semen. Sweat. Sweat? No. No, that'd be hard to accumulate sweat. No, you just get in the cup when you sweat. How do you do that? Or you run and get sweat on your shirt and, and drain it out. It out, uh, out of cup. Oh my gosh. Hey, dude, would you, if I gathered sweat, no, would you I would drink, not drink your sweat? Okay. That's the dumbest question ever. Or would you drink your own sweat? I mean, I've licked my own sweat. No, no, no. Like no, it's t- it's salty. It's gross. Yeah. It's, yeah. But would you drink it no, out of a shot for glass? For how much? I don't know. 20 bucks? No, probably not for 20 bucks. Would you drink that over urine? Your own urine? Urine's disgusting. I'm sure it tastes gross. Urine's better for you. You can survive on urine. So you would do urine over sweat? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure it's toxic. No, like if you're ever stranded in the woods, they tell you to drink your own urine. You can survive on your own urine for a little bit. So next week, would you drink sweat? Okay, I got a question. I got a question. Semen. Go ahead. Would you eat your Would you eat your own turd for a million bucks? <laughs> no, oh, that's waste, dude. No, my body doesn't want that. Why Are would I ingest me? it for a million dollars? No. You wouldn't do it. I think I, I'd be vomiting as I would. Okay, that's fine. Like, I'd probably die. You'd could. probably die of some. This I, dude. This ugh. dude 
almost had his arm chopped off because it, he had it, semen it in his arm. never said his arm was almost chopped off. You it have an inf- infection. You have That's an infection it. and you don't cure Y'all it, your arm chops off. as we're talking about this. Like, <laughs> I'm straight up disgusted. Dude, for a million dollars, you would idea. take a bite of your poop. Oh, like a Snickers bar. Arr! Get on me. Dude, that's I, disgusting. No, I would do it for a million dollars, no problem. My stomach literally okay. just got weak. Okay. <laughs> I told you I literally want to throw up right now. Seriously, dude. My, it was gross. Okay, for a million dollars, would you make out with your own mom? Yeah. <laughs> it, no, more, wait, Morgan number two, it's your dad. Your dad. Your, you can't be your mom. No. What? A million dollars. Like a million dollars in gold. I don't care about money that much. How long is the makeout? Oh, 30 seconds. That's a long time. I mean, but we're talking tongue. No, 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 no. I would do it for a million. Hard pass. Yeah, I would do it for a million on national TV. I love my mom. I love my parents too. Well, then you would make out with them. No. Trust me. And my mom, she'd make out with me for a million dollars. I'd make out with your mom for a million. I'd make out with my dad for a million, whatever. Who do you want me to make out? Million dollars, I'm doing it. Don't care. Brother, sister, triple kiss, million dollars, bring it. Brother, sister, triple kiss. Oh, the man. three of you guys. For a million. What is? What are you talking about? For a million dollars? You wouldn't do that with your brother and sister <laughs> no. for a million? No, no, no. I wouldn't you kiss. Would with your parents? I would you kiss would my mom for sure. You would make out with your I, mom? I've been, but you wouldn't I, make I've out been your... kissing my mom since I was a baby. Yeah, but Just add a little like tongue a... in it for a million? <laughs> not a big not a big <laughs> thing. That's just a little upgrade. I mean, I can't even think in that mindset. (laughs) My mind is blown right now. And what's funny is I know my mom would make out with me for a million dollars because we've discussed this over Thanksgiving dinner. This is what goes on at the Box household during Thanksgiving. We talk about this kind of stuff. How does she say it? She goes, absolutely. 100%. No hesitation. Yes. There's no doubt. No doubt. Like my cousin Andrew, we said, would you make out your mom for a million dollars? And he said, no. I said, would you lick your dog's butt for a million dollars? Absolutely. He would lick his own his dog's butt? Yeah, and his mom was like, Okay. Oh. My, right. his- this is terrible. This is gross. I don't know how I haven't thrown up yet, honestly. Speaking of millions, reports are the White Sox offered Manny Machado seven years, $175 million. Who did you predict he was going to go to? I said the, the Phillies. Phillies. But here's the thing. His agent is coming out and saying it's absolutely false. That is not Ooh, true. But Buster don't believe Olney, the hype. Buster Olney, who is a very credible baseball informationist. Is that reporter. the guy that you interviewed on Radio Row at no, Super Bowl? Bob Ryan from Bob the Boston Ryan. Globe. Okay, it's a different guy. And so I don't know what to believe. And I don't know. This is what happens. Is, but Coach, believe the journalist. Don't, I, I believe the journalist. Don't believe the agent. Because the agent's. He's in on it. He's in on it. If there's a reason why he wants you to think that's fake or he wants you to think something, they're little, they do mind tricks like that. Maybe. And I, I just don't know if it's a good move. Like, I have always said, I don't know if it's a good move because he's Manny Machado is an Antonio Brown to me. The White Sox are young. They tanked for a couple seasons. They got a lot of young talent coming up through their farm system, right? What did Manny Machado say? <laughs> what? It's funny to me that you have a, you already have a little group of people: the Antonio Browns, the Manny Machado, the toxic, the toxic players in locker rooms. What did Manny Machado say this year during the play? I mean, we're talking the World Series when he got a single off the wall. Yeah, what did he say? He, he blamed said, it on some. He, no, he said, "Hey, Mr. Johnny Hustle, that's never been my oh, game. That's never, never that's will not be. me. Yeah, it's not that's my not style. me. I'm not some, not my style. Really, you want this guy?" Saying, oh, that's not my game. Yes. That's not my style. You want A, you want to pay him $175 million. B, you want to bring him to a team with a bunch of young guys that, hey, Manny Machado doesn't hustle. Why do I got to hustle? Let's revisit this real quick. Morgan number two. So Manny Machado, he played. He plays for the uh, Dodgers. And uh, he there was a play in the World Series. World Series or the, yeah, cha- or the championship? I believe it was the World Series. He the hits World it off Series. The wall. He hits it. He knows that he has He has no really no chance to get no, he could have got to second, but instead he just kind of jogs to first. And they asked him after the game, like, well, well, why didn't you hustle? Why didn't you run that out and try to get a dunk? He goes, hey, hustle? That's not really my game. That never was, never will be. Johnny Hustle's what? not the but, type but of guy I am. So, so he says this, and Lunch is like furious. Like, you don't want a guy like this on your team. No! Like, you, yeah, want, don't. you don't want anyone, even though he just said that. Who knows what he really was... Like what he, why he really didn't run a second or what, or if he didn't even know that it hit the wall or he thought he even had a chance or whatever, he just said, it's really not my thing. I don't care if it's real or not. You saying that is enough for me to be like, you should be on the team then. Yeah. And if you owned another team, would you want him on your team? No. Because he's a free agent now. And so supposedly the White Sox offered him seven years, $175 million not to hustle. Okay. 
give me some backstory on him. Is he like a solid player? He's, a oh, he's super he's so good. He's really good. He's really good. So it sounds like he may be worth it, but you're going to be dealing with some ego. Is what that sounds okay, like so to me. This right, is, but this is, that's the thing. Is it worth the ego? Or do you think, to me, you can find someone else and not pay him $175 million to, because, and they're a young team. The White Sox are young. They got a lot of young players. Um, like with a lot of veterans, maybe I could get it. Yeah. Because they, they won't be influenced. But if they, if you, if you're a young player and you get this guy who says, Hey, I'm not going to hustle. Then he's going to be like, well, why do I have to hustle? No, I, it's not worth it. I'd find somebody else. Here's always my take on it. Like this is the Antonio Browns, the group. We should coach. We should come up with a name for this, this kind of group. It's like just a group of people that have bad attitudes that are very talented. So they feel like they are, um, what's the word I'm entitled. looking for? Entitled to have a bad attitude and you're just going to deal with it. That these are the group of people. That's the group of people we're talking about. Manny, he's 26 years old. He has a bad attitude. He's a great player that you want. You want a baller like that on your team. You don't want the attitude. And I, I just, I really feel like you can control a 26 year old with a kind of management or a kind of team or a, or a manager or a coach or whatever that tells him right off the bat, you're not acting like that. Yeah. Straight up, that little attitude is gone. Like it's just not going to happen on this team. We're going to pay you pretty much this lump amount of sum of money to not act that way and to be hustle manny, whatever. I feel like they're young enough to steer them in the direction and be like, "All right, my bad. Okay, I won't. I won't do that." I don't think so. I don't think you can because m- most people, even if they're given the opportunity, they would change for all of a couple months and then they go right back to what they were doing because they can. Then at that point, they're in a contract. Then they're on another one. They're like, fine, I'll go to a new team that doesn't make me change my attitude. Because that's how people like that are. They don't change. They don't care. Right. And at 26 years old, you're kind of like you, you've been that way for a long time. And once you and they offer you, they, they give you $175 million. They gave you $175 million for what you were. Yeah. So why am I going to change? I got my $175 million to not hustle. I mean, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a really good baseball player, but <laughs> but he did apologize later that he said oh, that. Oh yeah, because he got a lot of backlash. But do you? Do I believe him. Like I believe that he doesn't hustle because he doesn't believe he's. I'm not the hustling type. <laughs> that bizarre. ain't somebody I want on my That's team. Bizarre. Like if I'm one of those teammates that he's about to come there, I'd be like, "Are you serious right now? That's what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to pick up that slack." That's what I would be saying. I would I would say pass. Interesting. But speaking of hustle. Someone that's got a lot of hustle, Ryan Shazier. He was paralyzed 13 months ago playing football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Went to make a tackle. He is now, I guess, will be a free agent. And he said his goal is still to rehab and play football again. Wait, wait, but can he walk? He's Yeah, he's kind of walking. and Okay, so know. he's back to walking a little bit. Yes. And wow. he still wants to play for the Steelers. So the Steelers would have to sign him. To a contract. That's tough. That's a tough situation because yes. and, and I and I and I love his fight and maybe that's his mental thing of so he keeps working hard and so he doesn't give up on rehab mm-hmm. or whatever. But I would I would just hope that I mean I can't speak for him if he really wants to play football again. Hey, do it. But if that was my kid, I would be like, man, just. I, I don't think it's worth it. Like, well, I wasn't even thinking of it that way. I'm thinking of like, like, what do you do if you're the Steelers? The Steelers and the Steelers, just like, do you take him and knowing that maybe there's really not a good chance that you're going to be a play football again? And even if you do, you're not going to be that good. Well, you're they're not and be they're, what and you used to be. And their general manager said he's an important part of this organization, and he's always here working out rehabbing. So it, they may offer him something. I, I don't know how they could work it. It'd but be cool to just have him dressed all the time, like just, you know, to, just, just to be to part pay, of the team, just to pay him, but maybe not be on contract with the football team. But that way, he can still use their doctors and rehab, and he has medical insurance. I, I don't know how they can do it, but I do like his hope. I do love his hope. I you do. know, like, like really, what if some miracle happens and he does, he's able to get back to the way he w- was, all based on his mentality towards it, like. His drive towards getting better. I, I'm a firm believer on that drive. Could really help him. Yeah. I mean, it really could. And maybe that's the inspiration and the feeling behind it. Yeah. And maybe he really doesn't believe he's going to play football again. But, but maybe that's what his, you know, he just says that to himself. So he keeps working harder and harder and harder and still gets up every morning. Because it could be like if he gives up that dream one morning, he'd be like, you know what? 
I don't feel like going to rehab today. Tomorrow, I don't feel like going to rehab today because why? I'm not really it's working not towards football. I don't right. have an end goal. I can already kind of walk. There's no drive. Yeah. Oh. Is there a way to do like a honorary thing where he's like kind of part of the team? Maybe he's that like positive influence, and if he does come back, they can sign him for like an actual contract. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that positive like reinforcement could be good for both the team and for him. I mean, we all know the Steelers need help. Like, you know, you know, right. he's the type of person. See, that's what I'm saying. Here's an example of a type of person that I would want on my team. He's never said they said he's never said why me. He's never pouted. But I guarantee he, you, coach, if something like that happened to Antonio Brown, he would be just the same way. And everyone would feel like. Let's help Antonio, even though he was kind of a pain in the butt. Like oh, Manny Machado, he gets paralyzed. Something happens. We're going to see the best of Manny. He no longer, he'll, he'll be like, I'm a hustler. God, please let me play baseball again. I will hustle around every base, dive for every ball. It's just the way it works. Manny Machado's on top of the world. Nothing can stop Manny, so why not be an a-hole? But the second you get your legs taken out and you can't play baseball anymore, it's like, I would do anything to play baseball again. Anything. That's tough, Coach. That's a crazy story. I mean, and I remember watching it. I didn't see I, I mean, I was it. watching it live, okay? Watching it with my wife. Watching it, and it happens. I was like, they're going to commercial. And I was like, man, he's paralyzed. How he, did you know? Because he didn't move. He didn't move. Usually they kind of roll over on their back or something, and he just did not It, it was move. like a just a dead fall. Like he hit the guy in the back, and it was a dead fall. It was a dead fall fall the tight end i believe came over the middle and he hit him in the back and he just went down and i was just like he's paralyzed he's paralyzed and right there at that moment i questioned myself for watching football and loving football so much i know i forget that feeling too and this may get a little too personal but my wife was ready to go that night you know what i'm saying what like we got upstairs and she was in the mood after the game after the game okay and I was just like, no, so no. Like after the hit? Like, I don't understand. No, 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 no. Like, I don't know what was that going on. But okay. <laughs> that got it. No. It's like, what? I, okay. I don't know what it Our was. game's over. It's like, wow, wow, wow. And I was like, no. I, I was like, he's paralyzed. She's like, what are you talking about? The game's over. You don't even know that guy. Yeah, Let's like, go upstairs and make a baby. Yes. And I was like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I was like, I, I, I <laughs> Like it, it hit me. Like I was just like I felt weird. I felt Good. weird. You are you in sports? Oh, like I'm telling you, Morgan number two. Let's get out of here. And let's just, dude. You do this thing about yourself. Like, like seriously, the love you have for sports is unbelievable. You turned down sex with your wife. No, I didn't say that. I just said <laughs> I, I said he was just a little sad. Hey, wait, 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 no, no, no. I said she was in the. I said she was in the mood, and I was just like, I, I don't think so tonight. Like I was just like. I, <laughs> Wait, why again? Because I felt, I mean, like it hit me. Like, I was like, man, like, I was like, this guy's life just changed forever. Like, it, it, like it, listen, if any of the players that, you know, his teammates, his wife at later that night, like, I want a little something. I don't feel good, you know. Like, we saw our buddy last tonight, you know, he's not doing so well. Like, I'm just not in the mood. I get that. It's a teammate. You, you were at home in Nashville, Tennessee, watching a game on your couch. Game's over. It's Sunday night. Your wife's like, come on, let's go. And you're like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I think you? we've officially found Lunchbox's real sensitive side is when it's sports injuries. I mean, maybe it might. It, I, I just don't. Just sports in general. Yeah. Like, you cry over, like, certain stories. No, or certain. I don't cry over yeah, certain stories. You did. You Name have. One. Name one. You got really emotional, and I'm pretty sure I saw tears in your eyes when you were talking about, um, uh, what's his name, receiver, Josh Gordon. I never got tears. You I, got teary-eyed no. talking about Josh Gordon and no. his comeback to football. After- I said I hope for him. Like I, I, I want the Let's best see, for him. you're getting teary-eyed no, I'm not getting teary-eyed. I get, I get passionate because I did. I wanted it to work out for him because of the rough childhood he had and the upbringing he had and what he had to overcome, and I just I thought, man, this is it. He can do it. And yeah. It didn't work out that way. Like it, it, that, that. See, see, listen to your voice. That affects me. Like I, I, I cheer for these type of people. Because you hear it? I do. I, I, but it's it's a cool side of lunchbox that you don't get to see very often. And so when, <laughs> it all comes from sports. But that's his thing. It's almost like his his one of his hobbies is cheering for sports. So yes. that makes sense why he would be so passionate about it. I, yeah, and so that's what I, 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 I don't know. It's just a weird. 
it, it was a weird thing. So the Ryan Shazier thing, it takes me yeah. back to that night, and I'm like, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, good. Like, I mean, I, it, it, I, I love you for that. I've ever thought that would, would turn have that come down? out of Lunchbox's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those nights. I mean, the next night I was ready to go, but I mean, that night I was just, I, I was down. And I don't know the guy, but I watch him play football, and it just hit me. I was like, I watch a barbaric sport. You know the ones yeah, that, that's that true. the ones that really freak me out are the ones that where they go down their 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 hands curl or their arms curl oh. in. Oh, that's when they're knocked out. You know, and oh, to, it's like watching UFC and they get knocked out cold, and their arms just go straight up in the air. I think that's awesome. You should feel bad for like well, it's not awesome. That's the worst. It's only when it's a really, really bad injury. Otherwise, <laughs> please beat them. That that that's the like those are that's the part of the sport that you don't want to happen. Well, I understand that. Well, oh, but the paraly- paralyzing is okay. I want that to happen. No, no that's, that's what I'm a, talking about. All those no, injuries not, when you get knocked out. I mean, that happens. It happens in boxing. It happens in soccer. Oh, it happens in everything. Someone gets hit and their arms just curl up and their hands like curl in. Like, oh god, like that's just their nerves squeezing their hands. Like they're not feeling anything anymore. They're done. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I I'm weird and you like that crap. I mean, you know what I do don't like though. Is Alabama losing another coordinator? They keep losing coordinators every single season. This is why Nick Saban's struggling because all his coordinators get picked Who are they off. Losing defensive coordinator, defensive coordinators going to work with the Browns. So he's going to have to find another defensive mm. coordinator. Going to have to bring someone else in. Had to you know promote from within. I don't know what he's going to do, but this is where Nick Saban's running into trouble. When you're the best of the best, when you're the king of the castle, people start taking your little military men, and uh oh, the captain or the general is a little bit more vulnerable because he doesn't have the protection around him, doesn't have those great coaches. It's going to be what hard. happens? What happens when you're sitting at the top? You get knocked down. Get and guess who's down. up at the top now? Clemson. Dabo, Dabo Sweeney. Sweeney. That dude is at the king of the castle mm-hmm. right now. He is the cream of the crop right now. Mm-hmm. He's what everybody wants to play for, that fun guy. Because another thing, I, uh, we talked about this right after the national championship, about how I love Dabo Sweeney's speech and how the kids – the players seem to love him. They're joking yeah. around, and they talk about, oh, if you want a coach that dances and has fun and all that, you know. Also, when they're up on the stand and Dabo Sweeney's giving his pre- – like talking with whoever when they're presenting him the trophy, yeah. one of the players gave him a wet willy. In the ear. In the ear, okay? <laughs> and I know that sounds dumb. It sounds like a little thing. No, it's not. It's a big thing that they it's, feel that comfortable enough to do that with their coach. Exactly. Exactly. It's a huge thing. And, and I saw it again the other day when they were doing something. They were I, I don't know what I was watching. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody doing that to Nick Saban? The, exactly what I'm saying. Get the- <laughs> they would never do that. Even when they're up there celebrating a national title, they don't seem like they're celebrating with Nick Saban. Right. They're just like they're scared. They're scared. They're, they, it doesn't look like fun. The fact that they can give their coach, they can give Dabo Sweeney a wet willy, that tells me they. They have a relationship. They're like, man, this dude loves us. It is so fun. It's fun to play football here. It's not like a job. Like, we enjoy ourselves. And it spoke volumes to me. And if I was a kid watching that, and I was, like, debating between Clemson and and Alabama, be like, man, I can give my coach a wet willy. That is fun. He's willing to have fun with me. And maybe Nick Saban does behind closed doors and we don't see it. Sort of like Bill Belichick. I know he's a funny guy, I think. You, you know, yeah, dry humor. Dry humor. and But Nick Saban, I, I just... That, but that, they're buddies. That's the thing that makes me believe that Nick Saban has something like that. And behind closed doors, with his wife maybe, with his closest friends, something like that when it's away from work. Who knows? Do you know these guys, Morgan, number two? Like, what do you think about them two? I know Nick Saban. I don't know the other one. So he's the Clemson head coach. Um, he's younger and he does carry himself as a joker. Like I saw a clip the other day where he was, um, there was a, a news reporter on the field, like getting ready to just do her report or whatever. And he comes up and like messes with her. Right. And she, <laughs> she turns around and is just like, Hey, like I'm trying to do it. Oh gosh, that's Davo Sweeney. I didn't realize. Like <laughs> I thought that was just some dude messing with me. So you do you do you see it too? Do you get why I think kids are liking and like he's getting the big recruits and I, I just think he seems more fun and more like the style's different nowadays. Old you know, the older generation, okay, you can be a hard ass coach. Now it's I feel like you gotta be a little more fun and yeah. relaxed and enjoy it. I definitely think you need both. If you have one or the other, you're gonna get burnt out really quick and you may not keep playing. Yeah, I if think you have it, somebody like Nick Saban who's going to be really rough on you, and that's just not where you're at in your life. Then you're you're going to get burnt out. You're not yeah. going to play, and you're not going to be passionate, and you're not going to be good. So if you have somebody who's a little bit of both, who can like 
make fun of you, but also yell at you to give you your best, you're perfect. You're in the sweet spot. I feel like that's what Dabo is. I feel like Dabo yeah. is that. That is Dabo. And guys, Boston Celtics got the, 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 the maybe they got their season back on track last mm-hmm. night. Listen, the Celtics have been struggling. There's been a lot of anger coming out of there. Kyrie Irving's been upset. There's been a lot of you know heated moments in the huddles with Kyrie and Morris and. And they've been losing these terror, and they beat the Raptors last night. That might get the tide rolling for the because everybody thought the Celtics, who went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, they were going to come out oh with Kyrie back, with Gordon Hayward back, they were going to dominate the Eastern Conference, and it has been a struggle, a struggle all year. Maybe the season was saved last night with a win over Toronto. This could be get when you look back in two months. Right now, mark it down. This win is what got the Celtics going. Maybe they found themselves. Maybe not. Maybe that. Maybe this is just a oh, they got a good win and we're, they're going to continue to struggle. But I feel like this is what is going to save their season. Good. It's a big win for them. I mean, big win, big win. I'm looking. I'm looking at the. Uh, ter- I mean, Toronto's la- won the last five games. They were on a roll. Yeah. No, Toronto's good. That's what I'm saying. Celtics were they 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 had some bad. Lo- I mean, they lost to the Nets. The yeah, magic, magic, the heat. The heat. I mean, that's terrible, terrible. Wow. Yeah, good for them. I mean, I like I like watching the Celtics play. I don't like really watching Kyrie play. You don't? Why not? <sighs> I like I, watching Hayward play. I like Hayward. I like Kyrie. I, I like mean, Jason Tatum. I like Brown. I like Morris. I like Rozier. I, what's I, your problem with Kyrie? I think he's one of those me players. Okay. You th- is, are you going to throw him in the? No, he's not trouble. He's not trouble like Antonio I don't know if he's about. trouble yet, but I do feel like he's a me player. If he gets his stats, he's happy. If he's not, he's not happy. Interesting. I, I think he's a me player. Interesting. And He's a good one, though. He, he's really good, but I do think he's a me player. How many points did he have last night? Uh, you want me to tell you? He had like a lot. He had a good game. 27. Right. 27 points. No, that's really good. I mean, didn't, didn't Harden have 50 or something? Yeah, but another fifty again. He, he, something, but they lost. Yeah, and Harden doesn't take good shots. I mean, he's a me player. He he's a. I hate I hate the way Harden <laughs> plays basketball. Tell us what you really think. I, I just don't. I'm not a fan of Harden's basketball. The way he plays basketball. He's just, a he's he is the epitome of me. I mean, no, no, no. He he gets some he gets a lot of assists, but well, he, yeah, he has the ball in his hands all the. I just I don't like the the Rockets' offense because I feel like they bring the ball down. They hold it, 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 and then with three, four seconds left on the clock, either Hayward or um, Harden. Harden's going to take a step back three, throw up a wild step shot. Step back three about like three feet behind the line. Yes, and I just, it's hard to watch. I think he's trying to, I think he's trying to create the four-pointer. If they create the four-pointer, I will stop watching the NBA. <laughs> I will stop watching the NBA if they have four-pointers, okay? That's what all i right. got to say. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's really – that's it, guys. That's all I got. I mean, I came fired up. I was I was hyped up. Thank you. I, I like I liked your whole speech about about uh, Oklahoma. I mean, it was good. It didn't, it didn't play out that way, but, I mean, right. you, ha- you were ready and you felt it. And, again, we found out that uh, you are a very emotional person and you would turn down sex from your wife yep. if someone no, no, gets no. hurt. We got two sides of Lunchbox in this podcast today. Yeah. No, I... I. God, dude, I hope no one gets hurt on Sunday, dude. Two big games on Sunday NFL playoffs. Just hope no one gets hurt. <sighs> Just so you have a good night with your wife. No, I, I wasn't... I didn't say... Never mind. You I mean, did may, say that. No, what if we were just going to make out? No, you said they're... I mean, y'all are married, so... Right, so we can just make out. Do y'all just make out? No, when you're married, you don't make out anymore. Yeah, you're probably wrong. <laughs> I'm probably what? <laughs> you're probably right. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's what I thought. Oh, All man. right, Coach, is that it? I mean, that's it. I mean, I'm I'm good to go. Have a wonderful day. And tomorrow, Friday, we will hopefully talk to Pitts, get the pregame speech for the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, and I'm going to post this story on our Twitter about Jalen Hurts, his little letter to Alabama. Is he gonna? Is Pitts going to be there Friday morning, or is he hitting the road early? Friday? I, I don't know. I don't know. We so, need to check on that. Yeah, now we'll do a phoner. Oh, we'll get a phoner. I mean, we got telephones. There's technology nowadays that we can call someone that's not in the room, and they can still be on this podcast. Look, and I want to clarify too. He's not in the room. You know, he's not here. So I, we give Pitts a hard time because I feel personally, I feel the more I kind of poke at him, 
the more emotion you get out of Pitts. Like he gets, you listen to him, he gets so fired up about what he's talking about. And if you ask him a question, not even go against what he's saying, just ask him a question. Oh, you're just throwing fuel into that flame, and I love watching it. And I hope people like listening. Yeah, because like how dude how how pow, uh, uh, pumped up does he get about this stuff? He gets so pumped up. It's so fun and it's good. That's that's what I like. I love the passion. You don't have the same passion. I so, don't. So that's like when you say, "Oh, the Cowboys lose." I'm like, I don't I'm, cry or whatever. I, I don't. I, I'm, a, I'm a quiet, emotional. Sports or if they won, is watcher. what I'm saying. If they won, because you're not as invested. I am. Just, not, a, just, not like you guys though. That's I don't, what I'm saying. That when I say you're not as invested, like, I don't that's pound. All I, mean. yeah. I don't do the pits pound. Like I don't like cry all night. I cr- I get really sad for about two hours, and then after that, I'm done. It's season's over. Like like when the Cowboys lost, I was sad. No, for, but I'm saying if they won a Super Bowl, like if they win the Super Bowl next year, you don't think you would cry? No. I would be really excited. I would call all my friends, my mom. My mom and I would probably talk about two hours about it, and I would just hang up would the Would you phone. make out with your mom? No, for a oh. million dollars I would. Okay, not and, for a and, Super Bowl? And then I would just be like, <laughs> whew, cannot believe we won the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. I cannot I believe. A, I have a question. Okay. Guys don't cry, like, hardly ever, for the most part. Correct. But when it comes to sports and their team winning a huge game, they do cry. So what's the difference between like a huge live event happening and they can't seem to cry, but they'll cry because the society's wins. made it okay to cry over sports because sports is manly. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I, and I and like I said, I I don't know if I've cried. I get I, I've gotten hot eyes before. I don't know if tears have actually come down. Like when the Cubs won the World Series, I mean I felt it. Like I felt you know like all the feels inside. I don't know if I actually cried, but it felt amazing. When Kansas won the national title in 2008, I mean, I remember waving. I mean, Memphis was up with like a minute to go, and we start fouling. And I mean, I remember waving the free throws away, like making a miss, and it started working. And so I did it every single free throw. And then they win in overtime. It started working. Then you started waving. Yes. So every time they'd go to the line. Listen to how dumb that crowd is. No, no. Look at this. what I would do. I would stand on the left side, and I would... Wave it to the right. Yeah, and I would do it every time, and they started missing. <laughs> but you're being silly, right? Like you, you're can't like, see, this Lunchbox is funny. Is standing, moving yes. his arms. No, like I, I was not being. You're being silly, like ah, oh, this is funny. It's working, like haha. <laughs> no, it's sort of like when the Angels and the Giants were in the World Series. I'm gonna say it was in 2002, uh, or was it 2000? Yeah, it had to be 2002, or was it 2001? Doesn't matter, Coach. Go ahead. Uh, look it up for me. It may have been 2002. <laughs> And so, I was there as 2002, for oh, sure. Okay, for sure. coach. Okay. 2002. I got it. What happened? I was in college, and we watched Game 6 of the World Series. It was my brother, myself, and my roommate, Clay. Okay? And the Giants were up three games to two. And they have a big lead, and Dusty Baker comes and takes the picture out. I forget his name. And they Y'all did the elephant walk? And he gives them the ball, the game ball. Like, all right, we're going to win the World Series. And the Angels come back and win the game. So we're going to Game 7 the next night. We're not going, but the World Series is going to Game 7 the next night. Oh, okay. And I'm like, you all went to in Los, San Angeles. Or Los Angeles? And my roommate Clay could not be there. And we were like, dude, what are you doing? You're messing up. We have to be here. So Clay could not make it. So what did we do? We went into Clay's bedroom. We found the clothes he was wearing. What? And we put them in the exact same spot where he was sitting. Pants in the bottom, shirt yes, on top. Yes, and in the socks, we had to we socks had to, in oh the man. pants in the pants, and they had to be up on the coffee table, the what toes. On earth, my brother and I sat in the same spot, same clothes, and the Angels won the World Series. <laughs> why did you do all that? You've never been an Angel Angels fan. I did not want Barry Bonds to win the World Series. That's why you did That's that. Why. Unbelievable! All that superstition Hater. for a team that you didn't even like love. <laughs> So answer her Man. answer Morgan number two's question. What? Why is why why do you cry over stuff like that? No. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why guys cry over because Well maybe maybe this is just the start of the question and we're gonna have to have a follow up sometime. Y'all have to sit on it and be like, why? Do you have you any of your boyfriends like that you've dated in the past, have they ever cried over big games? Yeah, one of them was a huge Notre Dame fan. And he got really like mad or happy whenever Probably they mad. win. Oh, when they win. Or lose, like either either or. He's super passionate about them. I don't know that. Oh, I've so ever just watched... regular season games, he's freaked out. 
See, uh, me, he was a diehard fan. Well, yeah. see, I'm a diehard. I mean, I'm a diehard Kansas fan when it comes to basketball. In the regular season, I understand they're going to lose some, so I, I get it. I mean, I do get a little, but I'm not super mad. Or su- I mean, if it's a close game, I get excited, but I don't get super mad because I know it's a long season. Right. When March it's comes, okay. that's when it hits me. Yeah. That's when it hits me. Yeah. Man. Okay. Well, you that, go- that's a you good guys, question. Yeah. You guys think on it. Maybe and we'll throw it out there on Twitter. Up. Sword Loser Show on Twitter. Why is it okay for guys to cry over sports, but they don't cry in uh, regular society stuff? Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't even include you in that question because you cried at your wedding. You cried when your baby was born. You cried. See, when, here's the thing. You cried when you announced your baby's here, name. We'll do it. We'll do a bet right now. I get your Jeep. Or- There's no way to prove it. No. 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 There's no way to prove that you didn't cry at your wedding. I was there, and I saw it with my own eyes. You cried. Question, were there camera phones at that point? Probably. Yeah, because it was three years ago. So there was camera phones, there was video, all that. Who has them? You tell me. You get me proof that I cried at my wedding, and I get your Jeep. I have my proof. You get me proof that you did not cry at your wedding. Swear on your wife's life. Swear on my wife's life. I saw it. Swear on your kid's life. My kids, Both of my kids' lives. Swear on it. I bet you did. You might have just been a little like blacked out. There was no tears whatsoever at my wedding. Zero. I can admit when I cried. When I announced I was having a kid, I cried my eyes out. When someone, this happens, I I can admit when I cried. What does your wife say? She knows I didn't cry. She says I didn't cry. She says she almost cried when she came through the door, started walking down the aisle, look up and saw me. But she goes, but then her dad was like, don't cry. And so she didn't cry. (laughs) Her dad told her not to cry. Yeah. And so that was it. She didn't cry. We didn't cry. And then I was up there and I didn't cry because I kept messing up my lines. Like the the preacher or whatever you call it. Maybe that's why we thought you were crying. Because he would be like. you were stuttering. He'd be like, so I do take the, and I'd be like, say that line again. Go again. I do, I do remember the, that. You know what I mean? I do so remember I had to, that. I had to, because I was just like, holy crap, I'm about to get married. Like, well, I'm getting married right now. Like, and, holy crap. And I didn't have see, the great I, I think seats. you were totally, like, kind of, like, in and out, being like, what's happening? Yeah. This is happening. But see, they like to say I cried just to make me look bad. I go, well, it's oh, not know? looking bad. No. We're just talking about no. how it's not bad to cry. Right. And but, we're not trying to make you look bad. You You've are. cried at major life events. Yes, I didn't cry at my wedding, though. Okay. So there you go. All right. Okay, well, you guys sit on that one for a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm not even sitting on hey, that one anymore. Have a great no, day, guys. I, I, yes. Have a great day. We love you. Morgan number two, thanks for filling in. Great job Thanks-y. today, Morgan hey, number two. Did you have a story that you like to bring, or do you have anything you want to talk about? Is there anything you saw in sports recently that you want Or just to in life. <laughs> I, like, I like fake stuff. I, my favorite movie of all time now is Creed Two. so yeah. Hey, can you give us uh, like a little um, review on that? Because I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it, Lunchbox? No, I haven't seen Creed 2. Uh, my buddy Forrest, who is a Rocky aficionado, like we went and saw Balboa together, things like that. We The Rocky series is we, we, just We love amazing. Rocky, and we grew up on Rocky. He said, Creed is all right. He said, it's good. You got to see it. it. It was good, but it was, it didn't, okay. it wasn't. It it's under the cr- category of you should see it. Yes. Don't but, miss it. Don't right, not see but it. But it wasn't up there with he thought Creed One was Creed one amazing. Was badass. He thought Creed One, you know, that's so I'm just going Really? Yeah. I thought Creed Two was better than Creed One. Okay, wow. why? Well, because it followed of the I wanna say it was the fourth Rocky movie of yes, the, the Russian. Da- yeah. Of the dad of the now son who goes up against Creed's son. And it's this whole debate between the two of them. This whole movie is about how much this Russian dad and his Ivan son hate Creed and, and what they've done. And even though Drago killed Creed yeah, in the fight. And so um, this whole thing is just him battling. They have like a fight and it doesn't go well. Like a preliminary type thing. And it doesn't go well. And then... He comes back, Creed comes back, and like basically the middle of the movie is where he's like fighting hardcore. He goes out in the middle of the desert and trains. Well, don't tell us what happens. We don't want to. I won't say like how it all goes. So there are, there are two, are there two fights in the movie? One early and then one later. Yes, I love that. Like, see, Rocky three, two fights. There was the there was the Hulk Hogan one, and then you know the Mr. T one. Rocky four, two fights. Apollo's fight, then Rocky's fight with against the Russian. Mm-hmm. I love it when they do two fights like that. Well, and it's it, I think too. I had found out before I watched it that Sylvester Stallone was retiring that character, so it became even more like this is the last and final. 
as far as yeah. he's concerned. He's in retiring. The what Michael B. Jordan, the, the kid? Rocky Balboa. Oh, yeah, Rocky. He, yeah, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Man, he's like ninety. He's got to retire. Yeah, Rocky's got to die. So there could be more creeds, but he won't. He wouldn't be in them. So I think to me, that's kind of the last one. And then Rocky's son, I guess, never was a boxing type. Right. Oh my gosh! You ah, get to see. Ah, ah. I will. I will. I. You see get to Creed see, two, boys. In theaters now. <laughs> Hold on. You get to see Rocky's son. That's all I'll say. The 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 one that was like in Rocky Five. I don't think they're the same actor. Okay. But you get to see a glimpse of Rocky's Cause, cause son. Because Rocky only has one son, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not a boxer. No, not yeah. at all. Okay, okay. But he's somebody everybody knows and loves. All right. All right. Hey, thank hey. you, Morgan Number Two. It's exciting. Love I love it. it. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. We out of here. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.